This is a Rooster Teeth production. Why'd you post that? Why did I post? Because I was I was talking about partially is Imhotep a bad guy to Nick, and then Jeff joined in, and they brought up some points that I feel like are probably fair. And I'm not saying that he isn't a bad guy. I just don't remember what his plans were beyond saving his girlfriend. <laughs> Nick said that he killed a lot of people, and I was like, he killed six people. That's really not that many in the grand scheme of like evil movie villains. He, you know six what though? Allowed. You know what, what though? I'd love he to did know. a lot, a lot of property damage with those storms, those sandstorms, millions of dollars of property damage. You cannot do like you can't make that point while the Marvel movies exist and the Avengers like that. There Different is universes. no six people is tremendously bad. Still, that's not oh. a lot worse than killing six people. No, think it's about the terrible. people that were displaced. He may have displaced 10,000 people from their homes. How many people are going to die over, of disease and malnutrition over the course of the next decade <laughs> because their livelihoods got destroyed because of his nonsense? You have to think about the after effects. Terminator, he comes up and he'll kill 70, 80 people and then he's out. A guy like Imhotep comes up, he may kill six people today, but he might kill 100,000 huh. people over the course of the next fucking 10 years. He was also trying to raise an army of dogs at one point, which I'm sure yeah. killed quite a lot of people. <laughs> he was just a big dog guy. He knew where the <laughs> internet was headed. He wanted to get ahead of the curve. He wanted the dogs. Tell Jeff what you said about Imhotep earlier. What did I say about Imhotep earlier? <laughs> you said, oh, <laughs> it's the John Imhotep is the John Wick of Egypt. Like he was just minding his own business. He was dead. And then some people came in and woke him up, stole his shit, and then he specifically kills those people to get his body back. John Wick wasn't trying to resurrect corpses. No, but yeah. John Wick was a guy who was living his life, and then some fucking idiots came in and killed his dog <laughs> and brought him back into the game. Here's the difference. He went and wanted to get revenge. He didn't, like, he could have, he could have tried to resurrect that dog from the dead, but he chose not to. He chose not to go down the supernatural evil route, and instead, he enacted completely believable revenge. I understand it's not one-to-one, -one, but my point is that these were both people that were just living their lives and then were thrust into the story of what happened by others. I feel like most, <laughs> most movies start with something happening to a character. <laughs> <It's> not... <laughs> But there's a different, no, I'm not, you're taking such the wrong point from this. Not every oh. movie starts with somebody doing something to that character. There are movies where people uh, are like, I'm going to fucking solve this. I'm going to do this. Like there's a point I, where I actually, I actually have one that I think is in similar vein to what you're saying that has always stuck out to me. Okay. Did you guys ever watch the TV show, uh, <laughs> The Walking Dead? Yes. Do you remember the whole Negan seasons? I do. Where the, the, he was like the big, bad, evil guy. He had the of baseball course. bat uh, named, I don't know, Nadine or Geraldine or something, Francine. The comedian. And, I think it was uh, Francine. Yes, it was the comedian. It was Negan, Jeffrey, D. Mor Jeffrey Dean <laughs> yes. Morgan. Yeah, the, the comedian from Watchmen. Anyway, he's like the bad guy, wears a leather jacket, fucking kills people left and right. Mm -hmm. He was on Howard Stern once, and Howard was asking him, like, how do you prepare for a role of being such an evil bad guy? And he looked at Howard, and he was like, I, uh, I don't think I'm a bad guy. 
And Howard's like, what? And he goes, I'm serious. I, I am living a life with my people, trying to keep my people alive. And this goddamn Rick and his buddies keep showing up and stealing our stuff and killing people and raiding us. So we're just defending ourselves. And then, you know, I don't want to be pushed around. So if somebody's going to come and fuck with me, I'm going to fuck with them twice as hard. I'm the protagonist of my story. They're mm-hmm. the bad guys. And I, that really made me sit and think for a while. I feel like every actor who plays a villain says that. I feel like that's yeah, universal so. of like I'm yeah. playing actually to play this villainous character. I need to somehow convince myself that they are the hero of the story. Yeah. yeah. You know who is the other if if Jeffrey Dean Morgan turned down Deegan, do you know who's going to get it? Who is second? No. He had the job for 20 minutes, apparently. And then Jeffrey Dean Morgan was like, no, I want to do it. So he got it. Matthew Lillard would have been. <laughs> oh, <in the> <laughs> oh I'm, not even, man. I'm not kidding. He would have played it like a 90s psycho. He did like three auditions for it, I think. And they're like, yeah, if he would have said no, you would have been Negan. And I, I, I can't imagine what that would have looked Dude. like, but I would like to see it. It's just so odd. I wouldn't. The last time I saw Matthew Lillard, the last time I saw Matthew Lillard would have Twin been Peaks? around the same time period with, with that Twin Peaks reboot. Or not reboot, <laughs> sorry, but the new Twin Peaks season. And uh, I can't imagine that guy in Twin Peaks being scary. <laughs> I- <laughs> <laughs> or intimidating or i mean he was the bad guy in scream yeah he was yeah sort of yeah one of yeah so it's not like out of character to play a you know psychopath but he like the the vibe is so different negan to who he played in scream and like who he typically play. like he just sort of plays like an idiot in scream that is just you never really <laughs> get into his motivations for it he's just kind of a guy where negan is intimidating physically in a different way. Yeah. Matthew Lillard is net, except for maybe Twin Peaks. He's net, well, even then, he's never not silly. You know what I mean? Mm. It's hard to take yeah. him seriously. I'm trying to think. He's got, that, like, he's got that like natural humor about him. The Descendants. That's the only I role I can think of where he's not. He's just a guy that is cheating with George Clooney's wife. We're a Matthew Lillard podcast. Are what we? episode is this? <laughs> oh, 82? my God. What episode is this? 83? Oh, so interesting. This is 82, according to Nick. Do you guys know the significance of episode 82? I just, I just realized it yesterday. No. Uh, no. Episode 82, <laughs> we, missed, we missed a bit of a milestone. Episode 82 is, I believe, the second episode of season three of Face. We, we had a season shift? No, we don't. Yeah. No, that's season, not how it works. No, no, yeah, it is how it works. Season one ended at episode 40. Season two began at episode 41, which would mean that season two ended at episode 80 and season no. three began at 81. I'm going to challenge this. No, I feel like this season extends to the end of the redemption year. I feel like this season, I feel like at the time, the conversation <laughs> was related well, if to- Well, if we're going to wait for full redemption, season two is going to go on forever. Well, no. se- season one is always shorter than season two. There is an argument. So this is I think what started this conversation was looking at seasons on Disney Plus and how nonsensical it is. We're like season one will be 72 episodes of DuckTales and season two will be 16. Like, I don't think we need to follow a specific. Or, so what you're saying is that we're two episodes okay, okay. longer than season one at this point. I'll tell you what I'll tell you what I'm saying, because I agree with you. We, I, I think there's something to that. Let's then just say, because it makes no sense whatsoever, which is very <laughs> facey of us, that this is the first episode of season three, year two. Okay. <laughs> okay. Okay. But still, so the redemption year goes across multiple seasons. <laughs> that's it's not a redemption season gavin it's a redemption year yeah I'm f- that's fine i'm just <laughs> a season's not a year and a year is not a season 
if face was a tv series and it was structured this way i would hate it i would hate watching <laughs> face in their season format it'd be horrendous it'd make no sense it'd be terrible i'd like to play a clip just you know while we're doing some housekeeping talking about the show <laughs> this is whatever gavin says i would like to play a clip i'm terrified probably because 80 percent of the time it's been related to me i don't know if you feel the yeah. same way jeff but it is intimidating whenever gavin says i'm gonna play a clip you may not like do i clip. feel intimidated that 80 percent of the time it's it's making fun of you no <laughs> no but i'm just saying well i feel okay. like i misspelled something probably um i i feel like uh last week this was two weeks ago um jeff made a joke during a discussion about the number 80. And then I feel like I didn't really hear it at the time. I feel like Andrew never understood that it was a joke and just carried on, <laughs> carried on the conversation. See if this makes any sense to you, Andrew. Okay. I think there is. We just need to sit down and figure it out. We're approaching a number of episodes that no one can pitch in baseball. That's true. <laughs> I think. What's the fastest pitch recorded? In it's probably in like over 100. Oh, I think uh, I want to say 102. Really, I was thinking I was gonna guess like 110 would be my guess, but no, I, I don't no. think that high. Has anyone thrown one in a vacuum? What do you mean? Uh, like, has anyone thrown one at a vacuum cleaner? <laughs> I don't understand. The, like, why? Why would they have done that? Well, so there's no uh, air resistance, so you can throw it real fast. Oh, okay. That's. I feel like you took some leaps there. I wasn't. I wasn't with you. I was oh, lost. That's right. I was thinking about. I've never seen someone throw a vacuum. There was a guy. Who got like what do you think we're talking Okay, no, no, think- I know. No, no, no. I have an answer for that. Okay. I have an answer for that. I remember that moment distinctly. Right. I was lo- I was confused by what you were saying from the jump. As soon as you said like as soon- I didn't know where you're going from vacuum. Like I didn't expect a literal Ooh. vacuum. I didn't understand the point you were trying to make from the beginning. So as somebody who didn't understand what was going on, I was just like, I'm gonna play along with whatever. Because I don't know what the road is. I don't see where we're headed. Because I feel like you came away from that conversation either thinking that we were throwing a baseball at a vacuum cleaner or throwing a vacuum cleaner. And I couldn't figure out what you'd taken away from No, I didn't take anything away from any of it. I was just playing into whatever was being said. I I understood that you didn't literally need a vacuum. (laughs) I tell you where this is going. This is going to our new... I'm excited about this. This is going to our new sporting event that we're going to start. It's not the Olympics. <laughs> it's not track and field. It's vac and field. <laughs> we're going to throw vacuum cleaners like we're throwing a discus and see who can throw it the farthest. And then we're going to sh- throw shit at vacuum cleaners and see who's the most accurate. And then we'll come up with some other vac and field activities. <laughs> this is going to be awesome. I thought you were going a different way. I thought baseball with only vacuums. Like you, everybody who's pitching. <laughs> That's our sort of it. Okay. That's perfect. Vac and field. I can't wait. 2022. Okay. So you were just sort of uh, going with the flow. and I was totally going with the flow because I didn't okay. necessarily understand your original point. So I was just like, wherever we go, I'm just going to buy into it. <laughs> and I remember saying at the time or thinking at the time while I was saying it, like, I don't, I know we're not talking about actual vacuums, but I don't know okay. what else to do here. So I'm just going to keep talking. Let me ask another question to that answer. How sure. often did, would you say that happens to you through the recording of this podcast? Uh, you know, it depends. Not often. Like, are you, are you, do you think you, fo- you think you follow 70% of what's happening? Oh, definitely. Yeah, I, I follow okay. a lot more than it appears. I wish I could say it was less. <laughs> it, would, it would, like, explain some of my responses better. But I have to just own up to, to that. The fact I am listening 90% okay. of the time. 90, my ass.
No, I'll get lost sometimes. I would say you're listening 80% and you're comprehending. The 50. guy that the guy that interrupts me every fucking six minutes is gonna come at me for listening. Once again. It's outrageous. Sometimes. How dare you? Outrageous. I take this from Jeff, oh. I'm not taking it from you. You are so full of shit with listening. You think I don't listen? Well, you could you talk over me 80%. So either there's two options, Gavin. I either need to believe you're not listening or you care so little about what I'm saying most of the time that you just decide that whatever you're saying is more important. So I'm going to choose that you're not listening. I will say if we were in the same room, I wouldn't interrupt you as much. It's mainly a, a Discord thing, an internet mm -hmm. thing. I, it, I've got bad internet. You do. But that's less fun. Can I donate some money or something to help you get better internet? <laughs> Is that possible? Sure. Can we do that? Okay. I feel like that's a thing that can be done. <laughs> How do we improve your internet? Anything uh, else you need to improve, Gavin? Do we stop at internet? What else do you need? Do you need a new blender? Do you need uh, an appliance? What's deficient in your life? A vacuum? What are you lacking? <laughs> I need a new Swiffer. I'll just say that right now. I need that's that's something I need. Product I'm you lacking. Need, you need a Swiffer. What do you need to Swift? My wall. <laughs> Back of my wall. I guess I don't need a Swiffer for that. I dropped another. Th I've had such a bad run of dropping things since we've last. It just keeps happening. Mm. Well, so you, something went on your wall? <sighs> I probably shouldn't have. I should have like led to that later for like the story. The best version of the story is revealing <laughs> Are we in the middle later, of a story? I, you were sort of like at the end of like the funniest part of the story. I dropped a milkshake. <laughs> Let's just pretend that part didn't okay, happen. Okay, we're we'll just, just going to pretend it didn't. So I bought a milkshake. I got food over the weekend. Last weekend. Oh, that's Sometime. good. It's always good to get Someday. food. Someday. Yeah. So I had a milkshake, which I've never had. We've gone over. I've never experienced a milkshake. And I was like, you okay, know what? Wait. I'm going to have a... <laughs> you started in the middle of the story. You went back okay. to the beginning. But yes. started, I feel like, a little bit too early by saying <laughs> you bought some food at the weekend. Like, that's a given. <laughs> You could yeah. go straight to no, what no. I think it's different. I think contextually it's important because if you, it's a different. I feel like it's more painful if I physically went to a place, got it, then brought it. I I only ordered food, had it delivered, made it to my door. Walking up the stairs, I get to my doorway, I drop it, and it hits at an angle where it explodes on impact, and it goes, it covers the door. It's once again. It's Jeff's smoothie problem. It's like the fourth time this has happened to me recently. All over the door, over the wall, on the floor. And like just, I, I didn't end up drinking any of it. I cleaned it. I'm laying in bed the next day and I look up and I have Oreo on my wall. I didn't realize how far it exploded. I have pieces of Oreo all over my back wall. Cleaned up most of it. Some of it is so high up. I would love to have a Swiffer extend, use the stick. Is this the one... Because you dropped one recently, didn't you, that was made a lot worse by you picking it up or something. Like it was taped. Oh, that was the Burger King soda. Yeah. It was, well, this was a Burger King milkshake. I am, I, if <laughs> I order Burger King, I am dropping the drink that's with it and it is going everywhere. <laughs> this hasn't, okay. This, <laughs> on Sunday, I ordered food again. I ordered food from a different <laughs> Wait, place. two days in a row you ate? <laughs> okay, no, I, no, I think it was like middle of the week. I got The days don't matter. The point is, I, the next <laughs> time I ordered the food, <laughs> the next time I ordered food, I ordered <laughs> Japanese food, and I was very excited about it. It was great, but I'm nervous because I keep dropping shit, so I'm like, fuck, this is, <laughs> this is a terrifying existence I'm in. So I get, I get my sushi. I order sushi, and that's it. It's hard to fuck up sushi. 
I have sushi. It's in a bag. Why would you order it with a question mark? Because I'm. Tr- I was trying to think if I ordered other things oh, and I didn't. Okay. I was, that was me like trying to process. I ordered sushi. I get my sushi. I, I walk it all the way up to my room. I place it on my bed to remove it from the bag. I sit at my desk chair, turn around, go to <sighs> grab it from the bag. The bag, <laughs> the contain, <laughs> the container, fucking opens. Not even all the way. It partially opens. All of the sushi falls out. <laughs> all of it. Oh. I got it to my room on the bed. I'm lifting it out of the bag on the bed. I had a bag of fucking sushi. Oh. It was just a sushi bag. Oh, oh my it god. Was, That's the saddest I, thing I've ever seen. I, <laughs> it was oh. it was truly terrible. It was sad. <laughs> I had like four rolls on my bed, and then the rest all went to a bag. And the lid didn't even fully pop off. And I just sat there. Oh. I just sat there, dejected, saying, "How? How? How did this happen? How did this? Oh, happen? They, this is, did you still eat them? Oh, I absolutely did. That's what the box yeah, looked yeah. like. They all slid <laughs> out the bottom. They just all slid as soon as I was lifting it out of the bag. What's the green shit? Is that avocado? Wasabi, 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 right? That's wasabi. That's so much wasabi. There is a lot of wasabi. I have a feeling that's. I have a feeling it's less than there was, Gavin. <laughs> <laughs> But it got everywhere. It was just all over the place. I've never been so sad. And I refused to put it back in the container. So yeah, I ate the sushi out of a bag. I ate bagged sushi and it was depressing <laughs> oh, on man. a different level. You could at least put it on a plate so you no, weren't reminded I of the No, I was so... De- it was like a punishment for myself because I keep dropping things. of like, you just don't deserve good things. You get bagged sushi. That bottom picture terrible. there, that's like a banana skin for you. Yeah. It is. Yeah. Yeah, uh, it was it was terrible. Oh man, that's my life. Dropping stuff. Can I throw a sad food thing in as an? Just a, it's not even a real story. It's just a I have, yeah, moment. absolutely. I got nothing to talk about this week, pretty much. Sure. So, uh, Gavin, a couple last week, I went to uh, what's but be- quickly becoming one of my favorite restaurants in Austin, and I, I mentioned it to you because I know you like it a lot too. It's a place called Dip Dip Dip. Yeah, and they they make a just like it's just like really nice like uh I I forget it's it's like. Fancy hot pot kind of, right? Yeah. And uh, Shabu shabu. Shabu shabu, yeah, there you go. It's fucking awesome. And I've fallen in love with it, and I eat there a bunch now. I eat there all the time. We went there last week, and uh, we're sitting down, and we're looking at the menu, and they come over, and they're giving you the daily specials. And I'm like, I'm already pretty sure I know what I want to get there because I have like a, a routine that I'm into. And then she's like, well, would you like to hear the specials? And I'm like, I guess. And then so she leads off, she leads off the specials, the last special. She goes, and then we have... The most amazing two week <laughs> smoked, and then she said the fucking p word, and I almost threw up in my mouth. And, and it, and I, and all I could think about, all I could think about for the rest of the goddamn meal was that two week old smoked p word was somewhere in the building with me, like we were coexisting in the same space, and people around me were probably eating it, and it took everything I had to enjoy the evening because I was like. I, it was like there was a giant P-word sandwich just on my <sighs> shoulder looking over me, and it was, oh, it was terrifying. That, uh, I bet it was delicious, too, because everything's good there. Yeah, I'm sure it was delicious. I just yeah. like how, how far it has fallen for you. Knowing how yeah. exciting, if that would have happened to you like eight days prior or however many days before your colonoscopy, that would have been a dream. Dude, it would be like if baseball cards gave me cancer or something, you know? <laughs> it's like I discovered it and I fell in love with it hard and fast and I immersed, I fully immersed myself in the, in the P-word world 
And I really, I just embraced it. I, I, I was like eschewing it. I was going on other podcasts to espouse the virtues of P-Word. Like I was so fucking into it. And then I got the rug pulled out from under me so hard and so fast. I'm still spinning. It sucks. <laughs> I've been meaning to ask, and thank you for, for bringing this up. It reminded me. I was curious if you have begun a journey for a new thing to replace that. Maybe in the deli no. world, like, are you just sort of in a place of sadness right now of, like, processing your loss? I'll be honest. I'm kind of lost in the woods right now. Just in general, it's, it's been a rough couple weeks. And, uh, yeah, I'm just, I, I'm in, I mean, I'm not, I don't have the energy to search for a new passion right now, to be honest with you. And I bet just all deli meats are similar looking. Uh, yeah, that's probably <laughs> true. Like the gu- guilty by association, right? Yeah. Um, I, you talked about dropping shit. This fucking morning, I had a sequence of events. I wanted to... I wanted to smash my head through a fucking brick wall today. I was so frustrated. <laughs> I got up this morning and I do my morning routine, which is a whole, you know, it's the, 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 the feed the kid, the dogs, the, the poops, the peas, the get ready, uh-huh. make the lunches, make coffee, the whole thing. And it's fine. I'm a morning person. I'm into it. It's cool. And then like Millie was kind of dragging today a little bit, you know, uh, which is fine because we have like a 30 minute window. She likes to get to school a little early to visit with her friends. And so it's not the end of the world, but I had at 10 a.m. I had a, an appointment to get a bunch of x-rays on my body so that we can figure out why I can't sit anymore. And if I can and if I will ever, ever be able to ride a bicycle again, because we're going on about a month now that I haven't gotten any activity or physical exercise. Uh, and so I'm like, I'm looking at March. I'm like, well, eh, that's not, no, I'll just, I'm trying to think of like, I go to a coffee shop for like 20 minutes, kill some time. And then I'll head over because I've got this weird window. Uh, where it doesn't make sense to come home or whatever. And then I get my phone texts. I get a text and I look and it's the appointment people saying, hey, asshole, your appointment's at nine. It's not at 10. It's at nine. And I'm like, ah, fuck. So I like have to run, <laughs> grab Millie and run out the door and like th- th- drive, like haul ass to high school, throw her at the school. And then I'm, I look at the back of the sheet. It has the address because there's like two central locations because it's like, it's like 30 places you can go on the back of the sheet. And you just, you know, I schedule the one close to me, of which there's two. So I drive in. It's like a hospital thing. So I got to go in. I got to go through the ticket counter, get a ticket, find a parking space, run through a thing, go over like a bridge, you know, through another structure to get in there to the x-ray place. And I hand them my paper and they go, hey, asshole, you're at the wrong place. And I'm like, what? And they're like, <laughs> no. the place you are? The place you are is two blocks away. And I'm like, motherfucker, in my haste, I was freaking out. I picked the wrong goddamn x-ray <laughs> oh, store, no. right? <laughs> so then I grab everything and I run. X-ray I get back store. in my car. <laughs> I, I, I fucking have to pay to get out of the parking garage to go to the other to the other place, to the new x-ray store, right? To buy x-rays or whatever. And I fucking go and I go all the way through. I get, I, this one's in a parking garage, so I got to go like the fucking, to the fucking fifth floor. I finally get there. I, I have one minute and I'm like, I'm going to to fucking make this i i grab my phone uh i open my door i run out i slam my door i turn towards the elevator and i throw my fucking phone across the parking lot and i smash my phone. <laughs> <laughs> my brand new iphone new 26 one? or whatever it is yeah what's the new one 13 14 62 i got a, i got an iphone 19 and it's smashed i'm so fucking annoyed so mad oh, at myself man, that's still oh. so new I know. Yeah, it feels oh. real weird to have a busted up spider veined screen phone right now. <laughs> oh, because you went to the wrong X ray store. How unfortunate! If only you all went because to the I right well. One. At the end of the day, it's all because I misremembered my appointment time. But yeah, but you made it on time. 
I did make it on time, and I got the X-rays, hey. and hopefully we'll find out <laughs> which of the big three I have. You know, I went I went to a doctor yesterday because I don't know if we covered this last week, but I think we might have. I just the the intense amount of pain I'm in. I've been in. I don't remember. I don't think did no. I not even mention it. I don't think you've talked about that. I haven't talked about it. Well, I talked about how I started, my butt started to hurt riding the bike. Yes. And so I started to wear those shorts, right? And then I told yes. the story about how I put my pants on over the shorts and I went to the grocery store. And the then I realized butt. when the lady gave me the, the dirty dumpy. look, I had a dumpy butt. Yeah, my, like my butt was like folded in half. It was weird. Anyway, <laughs> so eventually the shorts didn't work. Like the pain was too much that I just had to stop riding my bike altogether. Uh, and that was fine, except the pain followed me. And then it got worse and worse. And then for about four days, week before last or last week, somewhere in there, I, uh, I couldn't sit. Like, if I sat down, it would, the pain was so intense, it would make me, like, I would cry. I, uh, and I'm a very manly, non-crying type person, so it was, you can tell. Uh, so I could only stand or I could only lay down. And I was just in an, an incredible amount of pain. And uh, so I went to the doctor. I scheduled an appointment and I went to the doctor yesterday and he looked at me over and you know, he ordered the x-rays and he said that it's either uh, tendonitis, bursitis, or arthritis, but it's definitely an itis. And I'm like, <laughs> okay, well, what do we do? And he's like, well, you're too young for arthritis. And I said, let me stop you there. Let me tell you about my shoulder. <laughs> and he goes, no, nah, you don't have arthritis. And I go, I have a lot of arthritis on my shoulder. And he's like, how do you know? And I go, well, I got an MRI. And he goes, oh, you do have arthritis. And I go, yeah. And he goes, well, it could be that. And I go, so what do we do for these three things? And he goes, well, if it's tendonitis, you know, we'll put you on a treatment regimen. You'll do a significant amount of physical therapy, and then you'll be on your way. If it's bursitis, we'll put you on a different tre tre uh, treatment regimen. You'll do a tremendous amount of uh, 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 physical therapy, and then you'll be on your way. And if it's arthritis, uh, there's not much treatment we can do, but you'll do a tremendous amount of physical therapy and be on your way. So no matter what, I'm about to go through another God knows how long of fucking physical therapy. And I'm really jazzed about having another appointment every week. Do you think it's just for good at this point? Yeah. Just constant maintenance? I, well, yeah. I, honestly, I do. I mean, yeah, I think so. <laughs> I think once you get to the advanced age of 46 or so. Yeah, I think that your, your life becomes about managing medical appointments and stuff. It sucks. I need to live more in the moment. I need to appreciate you should. My, my fine body right now. Yeah, and I, I'll be honest with you, uh, and, and I say this without uh, any ill uh, feelings, or, or, uh, but I, I don't think you'll age as well. I think it's going to be hard on you. <laughs> I, think I, I, think you I think your body I think your body's going to have a tough time. Really? I don't know. Just something about you. Yeah. And I don't mean that to, to poke fun. You know, I just like, I'm afraid, I'm afraid for you a little bit. Well, you heard it here first. I, I want you to know I will be here for you. I'm your friend. That might be the I'll, worst I'll, thing a friend has ever said to me. <laughs> what, that I'll be here for you? I'll no. wheel you around, dude. I'm fucking, don't worry about it. What's going to happen to me? I, I don't know, but I'll, I tell I you what. I don't know, but it will. Need, <laughs> if you need like you need me to wipe your face after stuff you know because you can't or you need me to put like tighten the blanket around your legs in the chair whatever i can do that. <laughs> i'm gonna be there for you uh i'm just trying like evaluating this for gavin i think a question he should be asking you jeff is there anything you miss that you could do before physically that you no longer can riding bikes <laughs> I haven't ridden my bike in almost a month. I want to ride a bike so badly. I bet I'm going to get injured riding a bike because I'm trying to use up all of the fine bike time I have left too soon. 
I'm going to be like yeah. <laughs> strutting around on a bike because I can. And it's going to cause me to not be able to ride bikes anymore. It's a delicate balance for <laughs> sure. And it, it sucks too. Also, don't, don't tie your coping mechanism. Here's a piece of, of real advice. <laughs> don't tie your coping mechanisms to physical shit that's going to break down later in life. Because uh, <clears throat> as we all know, I was a tremendous alcoholic for 20 something years. Uh, and I'm now uh, almost five years sober. So that no problems there. But uh, I, uh, I, when I stopped drinking and realized I had to actually process and deal with emotions and pain, uh, part of the way I was able to do that was with this stupid bicycle, you know, riding my bike. People, yeah. people say like, mm -hmm. there's no way he's riding 20 miles a week or 20 miles a day or whatever. And even on any bike. And I'm like, no, he, I really do have that much shit to work out, you know, work through. And uh, losing that ability, <laughs> I didn't, I realized I have been on edge for like the entire month. <laughs> I got so bad yesterday. I had to go to the park and I, I sat in the park and on a park bench and I just cried for like, an, <laughs> like maybe 30 so minutes because I didn't oh. know how to process. I didn't, I just sat there and thought about alcohol, which I don't ever do and bike riding and just how sad I was that there was like no way for me to like work through this. And you know, and I was working through it in the moment, but so, so my, my real advice to you would be like, don't tie your coping mechanisms to, to wheels because when the wheels break or you break, then you lose your coping mechanism and then you got to climb a park Gavin. and that's Feel embarrassing. Feel free to always text me, by the way, if you need your mind taken off something or if you don't want to cry in a park, I'm always here for you. Here's the deal though. Uh, and I appreciate that. But if I were to text you, either of you, there'd be a 50% chance I wouldn't get a response and that would make it worse. <laughs> Look, I... look, look, if you text saying, hey, want to do X, that's a response. If you, if you, Listen. if it's Wednesday morning and you, you say, boy, do I have a story for tomorrow? Yeah, I can see why you would get a there's a, there's a park bench that's very conciliatory <laughs> in Zilker Park that has been there for me a lot lately. And I'm, I'm good with the park bench, but thank I you. I think we should start one wheeling around. I've been going on your path. On, on one wheel, I've been going over, I've been going by your jump every day. Haven't yet taken it on on the one wheel because I'll die. But it's, a, it's a nice, graceful path. It's very peaceful. And you don't have to if sit. I'm ever able, If I'm ever able to move my body in that way again, <laughs> uh, I, I will. I can't imagine the pain that would be caused from falling off a one wheel right now. But, you know, I, listen, within 24 <laughs> so hours, I'm going to get a diagnosis and then I'll know what's wrong with me. And then I can work towards getting better. And then I'll get back on. I'll ride that bike again someday. God damn it. I will. I'm I not worried wait. about that. Yeah. It's very exciting. Anyway, uh, all I had today was, uh, was the fact that I smashed my phone out of stupidity and that uh, it's season three now. I well, thought. What's that? What's up, Andrew? You're going to say well, something? I was, I was just going to say something, but I don't know if you're going to lead it. I, I, Jeff just reminded me of a thing that I didn't write lead, down to talk about. Me in. Uh, is that what you're also going to talk about? Gavin Maybe. texted me late <laughs> on Thursday night. What, what did he text me? He texted me something along the lines of, and I don't know if you have it, you can read it. I just was horrified by a turkey sandwich was essentially the core of the message. And I looked at it and in a Jeff like fashion, I thought, do I want to know what this is? Is this, is this for the show? Should I ask? Like, obviously I'd like to know, but it feels like a show thing. I think what I texted you was, I just got one of the biggest frights of my life from a turkey sandwich. <laughs> yes. So I didn't reply to it that night, but then I remembered replying to it the next day. And then I never heard back from Gavin. And I was like, oh, I must have been busy. I know that game. Yeah. But then <laughs> I got <laughs> I got a text on a different day, like four days later, three days later. 
And I just didn't send the message. I just wrote it, and then I never hit send. I just I missed it. <laughs> but I've been waiting. I've been like, it's weird. Didn't it was me? And then so something else was asked, completely irrelated. Not not related. Irrelated. That's not a word. Unrelated. I'm not gonna. Yeah. I'm not gonna get an irregardless on that. Irregardless. One. That was just me fucking up. That was me. <laughs> but I just fucked up. I didn't get it. But I I want to know. You asked me to guess. I couldn't think of a way that a turkey sandwich could horrify <laughs> anyone. Do you have any I'll immediate honest, thoughts? It Jeff? was more extreme than I. I thought I was gonna die. You thought you were gonna die? Yeah. Yeah. For for a split second, but it was a turkey sandwich. <laughs> I have no fucking clue. Is it like maybe it was moldy turkey or I bet I could put this out there to the public for a year. No one, I 100% guarantee no one would ever come up with the scenario because it makes absolutely no sense. Shall I run you through it? I'd love please. Please. Um, do you want to preview the end of the story first, like in milkshake fashion, or are you just going to get right start at the beginning? Hello, okay. I'll start at the beginning. Um, okay. It, it was so embarrassing. Um, I was <laughs> I was on a plane, and I think oh. my subconscious had just been slightly affected by the fact that um, I saw this on my phone, just on the home screen of my phone. On the weather app, it said, uh, small aircraft advisory. And I thought, well, that probably is something to do with, you know, if you're in a small aircraft, maybe visibility is shit or something to do with that. But in my head, I was thinking like, I, I think I was like dozing off or something. I was thinking like, oh, does that mean there's like a shitload of small planes around? Like our plane, our plane is like going to have to dodge a bunch of small what? planes. There was like a 1% of my brain that, that thought that's what it meant. There's a swarm of small planes outside. <laughs> yeah, the rational part of my, my brain was like, oh, it's probably foggy or something. And as you can see by the screenshot, I'm apparently over the North Atlantic Ocean. <laughs> I was I, then I decided I'll just keep an eye out. I'll look out the window. <laughs> <laughs> just make sure there's not is, like okay. a swarm you're of planes. Keeping, <laughs> oh my you're God. keeping an eye out. How does that help? Are you like ready to yell at the like <laughs> what know. is the plan? Like I, I'm gonna be on guard, guys. Like what why? What is and the I purpose? should point out I'd slept for about two hours the night before, so I was. The, okay. It's like you're on a plane and you're dumb because you're tired. Yeah. Just one of those days. Yeah. And I was looking out the window, and suddenly I got the fright of my life in my peripheral vision. <laughs> I I saw what I thought was a plane hurtling into the side <laughs> of our plane, <laughs> and let me post the picture. All it was was the flight attendant <laughs> sliding a turkey sandwich onto the plate, onto the tray of the guy behind me. But in my peripheral vision, because it was under his light, because <laughs> it was under his light, it just came like at the plane in the reflection. And I jumped back and I was like, <laughs> But um, yeah, it was just perfectly because there was nothing on his tray. There was like nothing oh. lit up until the flight attendant aggressively <laughs> slid a turkey sandwich, which just caused a weird optical illusion. And at that point, I was just like, I need to get some sleep. I, and my heart was beating like <laughs> a minute for like two straight minutes. Because I thought Jesus I was going to die. Christ. It came out of nowhere, man. It came. Did you scream out, out loudly? <laughs> yeah. I was just like, bah. <laughs> and I Did anybody left. notice? I don't know. I was too embarrassed to look around. 
<laughs> I don't think he needed to put the turkey sandwich there with such force. It looked like he was coming in at like 200 miles an hour. <laughs> I would have asked him for his turkey sandwich that is now, that's like a collectible. Instead of a UAP, you saw a UAT. (laughs) (laughs) Do do you think anyone would have guessed that? I don't, I don't think, not only do I think nobody would have guessed that, I don't think anyone in the history of the earth has ever mistaken a turkey sandwich for an airplane. I t- I'm notoriously bad with the f- reflections. Did I tell you about the time where I got scared by someone because I thought they were me? <laughs> what? I was walking into a hotel, a glass door, and I could see my reflection in the glass. And I and I got all the way to the door, and I opened the door, and I realized it wasn't my reflection. It was just a man on the inside of the hotel wearing the exact same colored shirt as me, and we were moving and putting our arms out at the exact same time. He was mimicking me entirely, and so when I opened the door and he was there, I just jumped out of my skin. I don't deal with reflections well. Oh, God. Oh. Man, Nick Nick brought up Jack's gonna have good luck. <laughs> he wrote good luck, oh, Jack. Figuring this I out. I cannot <laughs> wait to hear Jack's teaser. <laughs> Boy, that seems to be going well. Still, people seem to really be liking in uh, <sighs> minor league Jack's uh, little previews. We might have to be careful with that one because he could potentially give the punchline to the joke. Well, I guess it's not. Well, maybe he won't get it. I don't know. Yeah, well, we'll I, I don't think <sighs> there's any way. I can't wait to hear his take on the turkey. That'll be great. Oh, Nick! Nick's removed something, so I think we're good. Ooh, okay. Oh, well, this is very food heavy. Please feel free to ad lib the introduction with a topic or personalized story. Here's a personalized story for you. I care about my teeth. I have been to the dentist fourteen times in the last year and a half dealing with a variety of issues. Therefore, I take my mouth and mouth care very, very seriously, which is why I use Quip. As they say, good health starts with good habits. Quip makes it easy by delivering all the oral care essentials you need to care for your mouth. And please care for your mouth, your precious mouth. It does so much for you. It is the conduit with which you receive nourishment and how you communicate at large with the world. It's an important tool. And speaking of important tools, the Quip electric toothbrush is loved by more than 7 million mouths and has timed sonic vibrations with 30-second pulses to guide a dentist-recommended two-minute clean, which works very well, by the way, a lightweight and sleek design for adults and kids with no wires or bulky chargers to weigh you down. Can you imagine sticking a like a giant toothbrush in your mouth that had like a charging cable hanging out of it. That would be weird. A multi-use travel cover that doubles as a mirror mount for less clutter. My daughter loves that mirror mount thing. She thinks it's the coolest thing ever. Reusable handles in a range of sleek metal hues, including best-selling all black and all pink, as well as bright plastic colors sure to make a pop to your bathroom counter. And it's not just brushing. Quip has everything you need to build a complete routine. We're talking about anti-cavity toothpaste. We're talking about floss string or reusable floss picks that replace over 180 disposable picks with every refill. Plus refillable gum that's sugar-free and has a long-lasting mint flavor that comes with a dispenser. Everybody loves a dispenser. Like I'm dispensing mouth wisdom to you right now. Refillable mouthwash that is a four times concentrate. Four times. That's serious business. 
And with stylish and affordable electric brushes starting at just $25, you won't be paying through the teeth for better oral health. If you go to getquip.com face right now, you'll get your first refill free. That's your first refill free at getquip.com face. Spelled correctly, that is G-E-T-Q-U-I-P dot com slash face. Boom. Nailed it. Quip, the good habits company. This podcast is sponsored by BetterHelp Online Therapy. We talk about BetterHelp a lot on this show, and this month we're discussing some of the stigmas around mental health. For example, some people think you should wait until things are unbearable to go to therapy, but that's not true. You don't wait till your bone is extra, extra broken before you get it set. Therapy is a tool to utilize before things get worse, and it can help you avoid those lows. You wouldn't drive your car around with no oil and think, I'll get to it eventually when the problems, when I throw a rod. No, you take care of it while it's still manageable. Many people think therapy is for so-called crazy people, but therapy doesn't mean something's wrong with you. It means that you recognize that all humans have emotions and we need to learn to control them, not avoid them. Remember, the only way out is through, as smarter people than me have told me. We've also been taught that mental health shouldn't be a part of normal life, but that's wrong too. These are old, antiquated ideas. We take care of our bodies with the gym, the doctor, with nutrition. So focus on our minds as well. It's just as important. I have been in and out of therapy now for 15 years or so, and uh, it has really helped me through some of the most difficult periods of my life. And now I'm kind of at a point where it just it just kind of helps me see things clearly. It's great to have somebody to bounce uh, things off of and uh, and, you know, kind of check me and make sure I'm I'm. Uh, I'm keeping up to date on all the things that I need to be doing to keep myself healthy. It's uh, it's become invaluable for me. So BetterHelp is customized online therapy that offers video, phone, and even live chat sessions with your therapist. So you don't have to see anyone on camera if you don't want to. It is much more affordable than in-person therapy, and you can be matched with a therapist in under 48 hours. Give it a try. You, by the way, good luck going to the doctor or the dentist in under 48 hours. That's a great response time. So give it a try and see why over 2 million people have used BetterHelp online therapy. This podcast is sponsored by BetterHelp, and face listeners get 10% off their first month at BetterHelp.com face. That's B-E-T-T-E-R-H-E-L-P dot com slash face. Boom! Spelled it right. Oh, uh... Hold on a second. Uh, hello and welcome to another episode of the <laughs> Face Podcast. This is episode 82. Uh, big surprise. This is episode one of season three, year two of the Face Podcast. Congratulations, guys. We made it into third into the third season. Let's hope we get renewed. Anyway, you were saying. I, if we want to take it away from food, I, do, I have a quick question for Andrew, just because okay. we were on the subject of movies. Go ahead. Um, and I just thought this would be, a, I think you would have an answer for this, maybe. Okay. What is, the, what is the perfect escalation of a scenario between the original movie and the sequel? Like, where they Ooh. are clearly paying homage to their original movie, but also trying to one-up it. And I think I have the perfect answer. I'd like to hear your answer first to get a better understanding of kind of where your head is at with this. Yeah, I, I'm this right question. there, too. Uh, the paint cans in Home Alone. <laughs> Funny in the first one, they nail it. They both take a paint can to the face. The second one, they're ready for the paint cans. They dodge them both, and then they take a big metal bar 
right in the face. <laughs> it's one of the best moments of that movie. <laughs> and it's shot so well. There's like, I usually don't like a lot of quick cuts because I, I, I just tend to like as much to be done in the same shot as possible, especially with action. But every single shot in that sequence is an absolute masterpiece. The thing hits them in the face. It looks like it hits them in the face. It's like a split second cut where they're just falling backwards down a hole. It's like a half second shot. That must have taken like an entire day to set up. <laughs> it's an absolutely crazy sequence. And I think the perfect escalation of an original movie. I think that <laughs> I think the thing that makes those Home Alone movies so great is that they treat human beings like like they're Wiley e. Coyote. Right. It's like it's in, a cartoon in, a, movie. in a fucking yeah. Bugs Bunny commercial or Bugs yeah. Bunny cartoon. It's just they give if, you, if they got hit <laughs> in real life by that pipe. Their skulls yeah. would cave in. <laughs> yeah, their heads would have been knocked off. Yeah, you know? Yeah. <laughs> and if that didn't kill them, the fall would have. It's so <laughs> fucking funny. Kevin McAllister would be, he would be in jail for homicide. I think it's self-defense, but... Yeah. Ah, the, the classic Michael Myers defense. The Halloween 7. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to think. Like, that's an interesting... It's not even necessarily... It's like... I'm I'm sequel to a movie in which the characters are the same and they're doing a similar task, but they've learned something from the first one that somehow broadens their knowledge. Yeah, I just remember liking that mm. so much as a kid when a, when the same actor as the same character would reference or remember something from the previous movie. I like just used to eat that shit up. Like even in the mummy like when brendan fraser would be like ah oh, not these guys again like stuff like that when i was 11 yeah. i loved it because it was like oh I i'm in on this reference yeah. I'm, that's a that's a great question that i don't have an answer to i'm trying to think man the the last movie question you had i felt like i had 400 answers immediately i got nothing for this because a lot of movies don't do it well they'll they'll either go way overboard or something will happen and they won't remember that it's happened before and stuff like that it was just it was ideal yeah, I'm trying to think of just like sequels in general. I feel like there must have been something they learned between Independence Day 1 and 2, but what that was, I couldn't <laughs> tell you. I have no idea, but, but I'm sure there Christ. was something. Um, oh, uh, how about Karate Kid 2 when Daniel goes to do the fucking leg kick and the dude's like, yeah, I saw that before. Fuck you. And then he has to come up with a whole new way to fight. I haven't seen Karate Kid 2, but it's <laughs> no, similar. I haven't seen the second one. You guys ever saw Karate Kid 2? No. Well, he goes to Okinawa and fights in Okinawa, and over there, they know all of his tricks. Yeah. <laughs> a whole different world. <laughs> you guys should see it. It was real good. Um, fuck. I don't... Yeah, that's, that's a great... I'll have to think well, about may, that. May, we'll come back to it. We'll come back we to it next We will come week. back to it. Speaking of, Andrew, did you... Because you said you were going to. Did you ever watch Home Sweet Home Alone? I was going to last night, and I, I forgot. Well, I remember. <laughs> I forgot until last night. Then I didn't, I was like, ah, I probably won't come up today. And uh, I was wrong. I was clearly wrong about that. Because every time I prepare for a thing, uh, it never happens. So I thought, ah, this will be another one of those. I'm just glad I randomly watched The Mummy yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> I had no idea it was going to come up 17 times during this episode. Did you, I, don't, I don't believe you. I don't believe that you watched The Mummy. Oh, no, no the nor should you. That was, it, obviously, I was full of shit. I was yes. making oh. Yeah, I didn't actually watch the movie. Wait a minute. Yesterday. Does Jeff I not watched know Survivor. Who, wait, does Jeff not know sarcasm? Can we do this to him? Is he not? Because everyone else just... I don't think you know how to be sarcastic, Jeff. No, I think that you just don't know how to read sarcasm. I, I don't know. The whole room. I think the whole room believed your mummy lie. 
<laughs> well, I think that says a lot about the room. <laughs> that's, uh, yeah, yeah, it's, yeah. No, I'm not going to argue. <laughs> yeah, that's, yeah, that's a fair. I'm not going to counter that point. You're completely accurate. Nick, um, did you believe him too? He said, "Absolutely." <laughs> yeah, Nick, Nick absolutely did as well. He's being sarcastic. You guys Here's, can't read it. Well, the problem is with this show specifically. <laughs> there's so many dumb coincidences that is that have happened during the entirety of our up to now three season run that it wouldn't be out of the question that you would have happened to have watched The Mummy the day before. I will give you that. It is so fucking absurd that I find it hard to believe some of the coincidences that are happening, and they're happening to me, you know? It's yes. fucking, you're right. This, it's, this podcast is either charmed or cursed, I think, depending on how you look at it. Hmm. I go with charmed, but... I would go with charmed as well. Um, I have a thing. I was going to talk about not food related either. I got a bunch of things that are food related. It's just weirdly food heavy. You can you can do food. I can do food. Well, I'll do this. I'm curious about your answer, but I have a feeling it might be like Gavin's question where I don't know if you guys will have an answer to this. It was just an odd thought I had today. What is the thing that you've done the most without doing it? Is uh, there a thing that you can? So I'll give you an example, and I'm not proud of this, <laughs> but I was listening to a thing and the, the, they were talking about how like, yeah, you buy this product and they will plant a tree every for everyone that's bought. They will plant a tree with the money you spent on it. I don't think I've ever planted a tree before, but I've planted so many trees. I've oh, bought so many things that have planted trees or have like I even switched to the web browser that was like, we'll plant a tree every however many searches. You can see how many trees you planted. I've done that. I've planted a fuck ton of trees. I don't think I've ever actually personally physically planted a tree. <laughs> I guess in a similar vein, I we've raised like a lot of money for kids. I've never given money to a kid. Though. <laughs> <laughs> this is this could take a really bad turn. I've killed so many people in Halo. I've never murdered anybody. <laughs> it's probably that. It's probably all the people I murdered online yeah. throughout the course of my life. Uh, oh my god. Hmm. I mean, I've it, there's there's a lot of stuff that I think about. That's not the same, but similar. Where it's like, I think I've worked out way more in The Sims than I have in real life, and that makes me sad to think about. How about what do you think the th what do you think is the thing that you've paid for the most that you've used the least? Because you say that, and I instantly think of the two years I had a gym membership that I forgot about that I never went to. Oh, paid the most and used the least. Like you had an Xbox Live account for three years you didn't know about. You were yeah. paying ten bucks a month for Gav or whatever. Yeah, Gavin to USA. Yeah. <laughs> And I and I bought a month's worth, so it was renewing at the. I think it was renewing at ten dollars a month, and I forgot about it for three years. Livid about it, and it's for one video. It was just to make that worms video before my account could migrate over to the U.S. or something. I had to make an interim account. Mm -hmm. I bought DLC for a Call of Duty game. I never ended up buying. That has haunted me to this day. <laughs> I spent $10 on DLC. You own oh, the DLC for... I, I own a piece of DLC for Call of Duty World at War because I was like, yeah, I'll buy that game again down the road. And I never bought it again, but I'm still mindful and aware of the fact that I bought that DLC and I never played it. Does it let you buy the DLC? Yeah, it was just because it was like a digital... This was 360 era, so not a lot of digital uh. full game purchases, but you would download the DLC. Mm. So I bought like some map pack or like zombies i don't know what i bought i bought a piece of dlc for world at war and i'd already played it and returned it at that point and i planned on buying it again and i just never did that part so i own the dlc i've never played it 
It was probably zombie related because I th- I think that was the first Call of Duty to introduce zombies, if I remember correctly. I feel like it was a thing where I saw like, oh, there's some zombie DLC. I could get some achievements in this. This will be fun. I bought it and then I never followed through and bought the actual game to play it. You should go back and get those achievements now. I'm still I'm just trying to get 50 cent. Why is that not part of the redemption year? Because I, <laughs> I really don't want to play Call of Duty World at War. <laughs> that game made me quit playing Call of Duty games. Campaigns. The respawn. Didn't they change the respawn in that one? Where it's like they they would comp like they would not stop respawning no matter how many you kill. Yeah, I I was like <clears throat> playing it on veteran or whatever the hardest difficulty is, and I got stuck in this bunker high like on like a Normandy type level. It might have been Normandy for all I remember. I don't, I don't know. It was so long ago, and I was like every time I tried to peek out, they would they would fucking peg me, and so I was just trying to figure out how to get out of. And I was like stuck in there. I checkpointed, and I was trying to just figure out like how do I you know like everything I tried uh failed but i was safe in the in the bunker and then after like five minutes they just started spawning grenades in the bunker and i was like all right assholes that sucks fuck you i'm done and so i never went back i don't know i don't know that i played another call of duty campaign after that for years probably they're fucking expensive to buy digitally still they like just they (laughs) only sell like the ultra bundled it's still like 50 bucks to buy world at war fucking nick Nick said he's he's eaten a lot of apples, but he's never picked one from a tree. That's a good point. You've never okay. Well, this will this will lead to another thing. There is something the apple experience is enhanced when you pick it from the tree. I don't care if you're baking it, like if you're if you're picking your own apples and then turning it into a pie, better than any other pie you'll have anywhere else. I feel sad for Nick. No, bullshit. No, it 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 it's just a thing. I legally or scrumped, it's always a little bit better scrumped. Look, go and pick some apples off a tree. Yeah. I'll make a pie with them and I'll also make a pie with some p- apples that I got. And you, you're saying you could tell the difference. I could tell the difference. Yeah, absolutely. It's a vibe thing. You can nope. just it feel utter nonsense. Are you re- OK? Well, do you want to hear another another thing that you're going to hate in the <laughs> utter nonsense category? It was snowing. It snowed here a few days ago. And I realized that Coca-Cola tastes better when it's snowing outside. If- <laughs> specifically when it's in a can a coca-cola uh-huh. a coke in the snow in a can form is my snow beverage of choice <laughs> is it because of the ads with like santa and all that I, it could be like the yeah the bears, polar yeah. bears like it could be part of it i can't explain to you why but it tastes better it tastes better when it's snowing i'm gonna i'm gonna support both of those statements andrew i'm 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 with you on both of those the pot the apple and the coke I'm not saying the vibe doesn't like increase the enjoyment, but it's no, there's no way it transfers to the taste. It's all part of the experience that, oh, once again, we're talking to the guy that fucking hates tasting anything. There's less food. You're not a food guy in any way. You think it's all the same. (laughs) Rate an apple sixes across the board. (laughs) No kidding. You got, you got fucking, you, you live in fear of turkey sandwiches for Christ's sake. (laughs) (laughs) I feel like you're the worst person. To, like, I agree with what you're saying. Like, I understand it, it isn't true, but it is true. Like, it's not true. It makes no sense. It should be true. But in my heart, it is true. I would say the snow thing is more likely to be true because potentially the air tastes different when it's snowing. Or I was inside. Different. I was inside. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Never mind. I think. I just looking out I the window. <laughs> I think what we should do. I think. <laughs> I like that. I try and. The 1% of the conversation I can defend him with. He's like, no. <laughs> ay, ay, ay. I've been uh, 
I guess I'll, you know, I'll just do all the food. I got a, a cheese advent calendar. I've been exploring cheese. I'm not a cheese. I don't. I've never really had cheese before. Say it. It's fine. Say it. I'm not a cheese guy. You can say it. I'm not a cheese guy. But I am a cheese guy. I'm a very specific cheese guy. I like it melted. And I still am holding that opinion. Are we talking like a British cheese advent calendar? We are. Yes. It is a British cheese advent calendar. I can already calendar. tell you which is the best one in there. And I yeah, want to see which, if you agree. What is, the, what is the best one? The best cheese in there is smoked applewood. <sighs> I enjoy the smell of smoked applewood a lot. Okay. Cheese is fine. It's okay. It's not bad. Interesting. Because that, cause that's the best. If we were doing a if 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 I was keeping a list of my top seven cheeses a secret from you and you found my secret document, smoked applewood <laughs> would be number one. Really? That's your number one cheese? Number one cheese in the world. Phenomenal. Oh, you should tell that to the celebrity cheesemonger, dude. Oh, you know what's exciting about that, that box, Gavin? I don't remember what it's called. Uh, I'm not going to pull it out because I'd have to move my mic to get it. Um, <laughs> <laughs> my mic stand is in front of my fridge, and it would be a whole thing to like pull the box out. One of the cheeses in that box, <laughs> talk about coincidences, is the same cheese they use when they race cheese, when they roll it down the hill for the cheese race. Oh, the so cheese it's all connected. Yes. I don't remember what it is. But what is this? The man who asks 400 celebrities for their... There's a cheese guy? He's famous. He, he spams every, per, every celebrity on Twitter to ask them what their favorite cheese is, and then he records it and puts it in his cheese book. He's got like a crazy amount of celebrities that have responded to him. I'll just okay. throw it out there for later. I don't want to interrupt your story now. No, this is an important, it's important addition. I just, I, Joe, Joe I Bangles. Like the advent calendar is underutilized. Like as somebody who doesn't... I would never opt to just have cheese. Like, I wouldn't order a cheese plate. I get a little, little bit of cheese every day. I'm expanding <laughs> my food horizons. Do you also get a stupid joke on the inside of the door? No, it's just like a little thing you can color in if you want to. Oh, okay. There's no joke. But I just, I feel like, I don't know why advent calendars are just Christmas related. I would buy a cheese calendar for February. If they <laughs> Should we have the official face February, <laughs> February <advent> cheese calendar? <laughs> I just think that it's a fun way to try things that I'm on the fence about. I feel like I could like cold cheese. I will say I started, I picked this up on the 8th of December. I ate the first two when I ate a, a basic cheddar by itself. I ate the apple smoke, your favorite, Gavin. I tried that by itself. I yep. then took days three through six, <laughs> put them on a thing of grilled cheese, melted them, just melted them on top of it. It was delicious. I think melted cheese is, is better. That sounds pretty good. I, I feel bright. like it's a good way to try stuff because you've got a natural palate cleanse between every bite of 24 hours. You do. Absolutely. And it's just an exciting thing. You wake up, you get to open a compartment. You don't know what's in it. It's great. Mm -hmm. I think it's dumb that they are only a December holiday thing. I have one. Emily made one for me. It's a house and it's just it's not cheese. though. It's candy. But I get different candies every day. It's fucking awesome. That's very sweet. I do like oh, I did some research online. Any website that recommends a build your own, go fuck yourself. Go fuck yourself. Like, if you have somebody who's willing to do it for you, there's nothing more <laughs> insulting than trying to find a good advent calendar. They're like, make it yourself. It's like, I fucking, I could buy a million of those. Why are you recommending this to me? I'm not, like, I, I fucking, I hate it. I hate it. So are you a big advent guy? I love, I'm a big December guy. I love everything about it. I love the movies. <laughs> I love, I, we've talked about this. The greatest stretch of the year is October through December. <laughs> this Hands is your down. favorite time of the year. This is my favorite time of the year. I'm going to get some Christmas lights later in the day. Oh, it's going to be great. 
Love the new Halo the came season. out. Can I tell a Jeff new what Halo? You, what you said uh, when the new Halo came out? Absolutely. And then we can talk. We'll see if Jeff is as annoyed as you were by the statement. I think it makes sense. Okay. Okay. Uh, yesterday, at the time of this recording, yesterday, the Halo Infinite campaign came out, and yeah, I hadn't and really I can't play it. I hadn't seen any of it. I was just I I I avoid trailers. I avoid people's mm-hmm. opinions. I just want to go in. Same. Loving it. Um, I I feel like it's. I'm, I'm not going to talk about the game. And I was talking to Andrew about the game, and he said, this makes me want a new Halo game. <laughs> I said, this game is so good, I want a new Halo game, I believe. On the day the a new Halo game came out, he was like, man, I wish there was another Halo game. <laughs> See, this is how Left 4 Dead 2 happened, and everybody was all up in arms. It's fucking, all right. <laughs> I, uh, yeah, I would love it if you guys, I'm making a, that's not a, I, I'm going to do my best not to play it. What? So I'm going to try not to know anything about it. I'm waiting for co-op. Millie and I had already planned. I have played every Halo game at launch in co-op with the people that are most important to me at the time. And many from many of them were you, Gav. Uh, And yeah. And uh, I really, really, really was looking forward to playing it with Millicent. You know, we, we went through in preparation, played all the Halo games together. It became like a really sweet bonding thing. And so I don't want my first experience playing a new Halo game with my daughter. Uh, or rather, I want a first experience of playing a new Halo game with my daughter and to have it yeah. be new for both of us at the same time. Makes total so sense. I'm going to wait for the yeah, I'm going to wait for the fucking co-op six months or whatever. It's going to be the hardest thing I've ever done, considering I have a career thanks to Halo, you know, <laughs> in, in many parts. But it is what it is, I guess. So now I will I will expand on my comment without I feel spoiling anything, and we talked about it a little bit. Jeff and I apologize if I spoiled anything for you. I Not at all. I did. You just like you said you like the grappling hook. That's fine. I like the that grappling hook so is incredible. But it, yeah. when I played it, when you play it, when you hit, I think it's the most innovative Halo game. Even though a lot of the things in part were in previous Halos, they've never been combined in the way it is in this game, and it took. It's like six years for this to release. It was the longest gap between Halo games. And it's one of those things where you know it was a development hell. Like it was very widely reported that this was a fucking mess of a game to make, but it's fantastic. I don't want to wait six more years for what the next step of this is. Like it's so great. There's so many things I love about it, but there are also so many things you can see where the next step of it will so clearly be an improvement on what they have. Like they have the framework beautifully done but there's depth they could add to the world and kind of the experience as a whole that I think would make it genuinely one of my favorite games of all time. And so I'm excited about that. And I want to be, I wish I was in a space where Halo Infinite was like Halo 5 and I'm anticipating what will be what I think possibly my favorite Halo game ever made. I can completely understand what you're saying there. I feel like Halo Reach was that for Halo 3. Like, I feel like it was an improvement in every way, not a reinvention, but just like a refinement of what they had. And then ODST and 4 were very different games in their own right, and that, that's cool. But like, I totally get what you're saying. You want to see like the the next, the, the iteratively improved, iteratively improved version of what you just played. Yeah, exactly. Like in a way that they took such a step forward and it fe- like they have the framework to I feel like this game opens them up to take it in so many different directions as far as the design goes in the future. And I'm so excited to see that evolution that I wish that there was a Halo game in development right now 
those people deserve like a huge break. It's been a nightmare to make it apparently. And and it's the holidays. Like they deserve time. Realistically, I want them to like relax and just enjoy themselves. But for my own selfishness, I would be so excited to know that there is a Halo game that is expanding on what we currently have like two years in development and that it's around the corner. I'm so excited for it. Like Halo Infinite has brought back a passion I have for the series as a whole that I didn't know I could regain. I love mm. those games so much and it kind of, I don't know, I, I fell out of that and I'm so happy to be back in it and just so generally excited about Halo. I've been having so much fun with Infinite. Yeah, I feel like I can't give any opinions. It's like the one area where I, I can see that I am just a fanboy of Halo. And when a Halo game is good, I, I would give this game 10 out of 10 based on what I've seen so far. I don't want to overhype it for people who aren't into Halo, but I've, yeah. I love it. I'm going to, I'll post like a, a link to a clip briefly. I don't like, I don't think this is necessarily the most interesting thing. I'd just like to see your reaction to it, Jeff. And I don't feel like this is spoiled. It's literally just me grappling hooks. I'm using like the grappling hook thing. It's fucking crazy. Halo Infinite is like a Spider-Man game. <laughs> It is so much fun. (laughs) You said if you had a second grappling hook, it would be the best Spider-Man game ever made. It is so much fun because I had to, the way that they design, they can design the game now, it's not flat in the same way. Uh, This is just beautiful. It looks beautiful beautiful. and the movement of it is so unlike any other Halo experience. Like the other, you could play Halo Reach and there is some difference in the movement, but it's fundamentally kind of the levels are designed the same and you have the same limitations and Halo Dude, Infinite, it looks, I need to climb a mountain and I can just fucking zip line up it and it's fluid and it feels great. Dude, you're, it looks like you're climbing out of Valhalla, the, the Valhalla. Yeah, map. it's fucking it awesome. And, and the thing that Bungie always was really good at is that if there was a piece of geometry in the distance, you could kind of always walk on it. Like a lot of games would just put in some weird like translucent clipping through like background stuff. If you found a way out of the map in the original Halo games, even if you weren't supposed to, you could actually walk out to all these places. And now it's yeah. like available and it's part of the game. And, it's, and it feels That's amazing. That's such a great example of it of like, yeah, not only can you get there, but you can get there and you might find a thing there and there might be a mm-hmm. mission. And like, that is so cool to me. And it's not the deepest, those mechanics. And those were the things where I was like, wow, with this framework and expanding on this, like adding more depth to just the world as a whole. I'm so excited for where Halo will go. And I wish it was here already. It's sort of the sentiment I was trying to make. <laughs> the, thing, the thing that excites me about it, just watching that clip in, and uh, just thinking about what I'm eventually going to get to play it, is the best part of Halo to me is after I've beaten the game five or six times and you're just exploring and looking for Easter eggs and you're just looking for just weird shit and trying to break the map and trying to get, trying to get places where you're not supposed to. And, and just exploring, just because... Just because you want more of the world, right? Like you just, I walked around, I've walked around Halo so, it's so many maps, so much of my life has been spent walking around Halo, looking for for sets and shit for Red versus Blue, but also just wanting to just spend five more minutes in the world and see something new that I hadn't seen, you know? And it looks like that is what this game is. Yeah, it's like they've brought the the attitude you take into like your sixth playthrough and they've applied it to your first playthrough. Like it it's encouraged and it feels it feels great just to piss off and walk around. Well, I'm I'm very excited to play it someday. We're a Halo podcast. I I would be fine with that. <laughs> hey, we should uh when we go to Vancouver uh sometime next year so that we can go crabbing and uh do the bathtub race, <laughs> we should also plant a tree. 
we should Andrew's name absolutely i'd love to that's genuinely on my once i thought of that i was like i need to plant a tree what tree would you go for that is uh <gasps> hmm, I, hmm, apple tree what's the official f- face maybe? tree oh. maybe could you just me? plant a cosmic crisp uh i guess i could theoretically i don't know if i would i didn't it was unfortunate i discovered the greatest apple pairing of all time jeff i invented something as soon as we stopped recording let me tell you about the cosmic lady take one bite of a cosmic crisp (laughs) you take one bite of a pink lady what a blend that's a great combo i'd highly recommend to anybody out there after you were saying that last week and and was it was it someone here saying they didn't like peanut butter with apple me yeah I feel, so like if, I, f- I feel like if I feel like that's uh, peanut butter is like it's a decent pairing. I, I didn't have it until I moved here, but it's pretty common from what I've seen. Yeah. But what if total. you took mm-hmm. your four favorite apples into quadrants and glued them together with peanut butter? <laughs> Do you think that would be the best apple of all time? No, I hate. I don't like <laughs> the peanut butter. Like I don't understand well, that part of it. That's like yeah, you're like if ma- you take if you take four things you like separately and then connect <laughs> them all with the thing you don't like, will that be no, the best I'm experience? That, but most people like that. Most people think. <laughs> And, and if you're saying two apples in your mouth at the same time taste really good, that could be the ultimate snack. For Oh, I see. It's like, a, it's like your glove, but it's apples and peanut butter. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Nick says you could do caramel instead. Ooh, you could do caramel or honey or something. Idea. You could build, Andrew, you could construct the ultimate apple. I like this Like idea. the apple prime. The yeah. mega apple. <laughs> yeah, the infinity apple. <laughs> yeah we the infinity find, apple that's what you're making we should find which four quadrants of four different apples make the ultimate mega apple the infinity apple the voltron of apples since we're an apple podcast i want it known we need to mark december 9th we said we we're gonna do this last week i have a cosmic crisp i'm putting it in my fridge and i will not touch it until one year from now oh i gotta do that right now too uh shit let me go do that. i'll be right back oh, are we gonna shit, go put man. our apples in Mine's on my desk at work. <laughs> Ugh, Gavin, are we going to push another week till we... Ha- no, 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 I'll just be a week time. behind. I'll just He'll be a week, week behind. He will experience... He will get to witness us, and then he will get to have the experience <laughs> himself the following week. And he's committed to it. So no matter how it turns out, Gavin then needs to try the apple a week after we do. All right, well, I'll be right back. I'm going to go put my apple in the fridge right now. I can do that. <laughs> I'm going to go in tomorrow and get my apple. I opened the fridge. Can I see my cheese thing from... I can't. Damn it. It's the, you know, it's when I got the advent calendar, I opened, I didn't realize. <laughs> so it has like, you know, one of those pull strips on cardboard to like open. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't notice it had one. So I just opened the bottom and I pulled it out and it was just this plastic piece of cardboard with cheese <laughs> sticking out of it. And it was so ugly. And I was like, there's no way that this is just what it is. And then I realized that the calendar part, you have to pull the top and then it opens. And so I had to slide the cheese back you just in. just had the weird guts of yeah, the advent calendar. Yeah, I had calendar. the weird guts of the advent calendar. And I know somebody else who had it. And I was paranoid that I put it in backwards and that I was eating 24 on day one. And so... <laughs> You wanted to match up with the other person, so no, you could I just, share the experience. Yeah, I was like, "Oh man, what was what was your what was the cheese you got on day one?" Like, I, I was trying to casually bring it up, so I didn't say that. I had to explain. They're like, "Oh, it's the same." Okay, good. I did it. I didn't fuck it up. I'm not eating backwards. <laughs> Although that could be fun if you ate a cheese calendar one way, I ate it the other way. Meet up in the middle, see what we got. Talk about the experience, exchange <laughs> information. What a journey eating backwards eating back i did a oh, i don't know if i should talk about this people were not happy with me 
People got angry. Why not? I did a thing. I did a food thing. And this is a little old at this point, but I've been meaning to talk about it on the show. Um, this is something you did publicly? People know about This it? is a thing I did publicly. Yeah, I'll, I'll just... I'll just post it here. And I'm going to advise. I'm going to be upfront. The uh, first thing I'm going to say was it it's delicious. The second thing I'm going to say, I'm prepared to be disgusted. No, I don't think it uh, <laughs> uh the first it's delicious. Don't do it. That's going to be my second <laughs> thing. It's delicious. Oh, right. Yeah. People were mad at you. They were mad. They're mad at me. This was an invention I came up with. Heating marshmallows over a can. Okay. Okay. You'll just get it. Like, wax is fuel. So this is, this is the thing. You're going to be burning. You might as well do it over a piece. Uh, so there is. That can't be healthy. <laughs> well, that's, that's, yeah. That was sort of You're my thought. Candle. That was sort of my thought. So this is how it started. I learned that there are devices that you can buy. I say devices like it's fucking advanced technology. You can buy things to <laughs> melt marshmallows. They're like metal. They're shitty. They're like 40 bucks. And you can heat marshmallows indoors with them. And I was like, I don't really want to pay 40 bucks for that. But a melted marshmallow, like a little bit burnt marshmallow. Oh, it's delicious. So I was thinking, how could I do this? I had an apple on my desk. I had a fork and I had a candle. I was like, ah, oh, I wonder... <laughs> Or if I can make this work. So between Halo games, I would throw my my fork over the candle <laughs> and I'd get a nice cook going. Uh, and yeah, there's a lot of ways. Pretty hot, too. Oh, the oh, fork, yeah. the fork would get hot. It would be a problem sometimes <laughs> when removing the marshmallow from the fork at the base. It wouldn't be too much of an issue. It'd take a while. Is that is that sitting on your scarlet that you use to record this podcast with uh, the the fork is yes. With the apple, the heat, the superheated fork. <laughs> no, no, it's transferring no, all that heat no, down to that no, device. No, 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 into the other it's metal not, device. No, the hot fucking no, fork that's sitting no, on another metal not, fucking you device. You have never roasted a marshmallow over a candle, my friend, and it shows. It does not get that hot, Jeff. That's the heat sink for his fork. That's the heat sink for his fork. <laughs> yeah, the heat's being dispersed into the scarlet. <laughs> no, there's no... So, it's, it, you don't have to worry about that. It's just the point in which it's over direct flame. The fork itself doesn't get that hot. Do not do not do this uh, for several reasons. One, as you brought up, wax will get onto the candle. I never tasted it. I believe this was a soy wax blend. And also the other issue is uh, some... Some uh, wicks are made with lead in them, so do not avoid generally. I don't think it's a common practice. I did not have mine was a completely natural wick, uh, zero lead. Uh, did you check that before, though? Oh, no, I had no idea that that was a thing. I checked that after. How many marshmallows, how many, t by the way, Nick says you might as well be cooking this on a tire fire, which I agree. How many, <laughs> no, uh, it's not nearly that How many bad. marshmallows a, would you say? extreme exaggeration. How many wax marshmallows, wax and lead marshmallows would you say you ate? Three. I had three <laughs> marshmallows. I had some guy came at me of like, this fucking idiot's only going to cook one side. Dummy, you don't think I flipped the fork over? You think that this is just how it is? Wait, how do you get the same position with the fork on its Oh, you got to hold it at, at that point. At that point, you're holding uh. it or or you're like <laughs> resting it on. I don't th I think I did something that was slightly taller than an apple that you could try to. I did attempt that like and the banana. fork slid into the, it slid into the candle. Okay. I lost him. Lost him. Every single week. This is what it's like to, to do a podcast with you lately. Uh, well, I, I didn't vanish though. 
<laughs> You're quiet about it. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, we should yeah. probably wrap it up. Yeah, I was actually thinking since uh, should we since end it while Eric, he's gone? <laughs> since Eric isn't here, we might as well do like a responsible wrap up and like an easy one because uh, it'll frustrate him that he didn't get to participate in it. Uh, so uh, uh, Andrew's not here anymore. We suspect. We suspect, honestly, he might have burned uh, burned his apartment down with a with a candle and <laughs> a fork and uh, and some <laughs> it s'mores, I guess. Uh, but uh, I like the idea of him aggressively saying, "No, dummy! Of course, I flipped my fork over as yeah. I cooked a marshmallow on yeah. a candle, dummy!" Oh my god, I uh, <laughs> I. <laughs> I don't know. I would keep waiting for him to show back up because I don't actually want to end it with him not here, but he doesn't seem to be. So fuck it. Uh, what if we end it, right? Then he comes back and we don't tell him it ended. Oh, I like and that. Then he just keeps- thank you. <laughs> Sorry. Thank you for listening to yet another episode of the Face Podcast. Today we talked about a lot. I'll leave it up to uh, to the capable mouth of minor league fan Jack to to perfectly surmise it in a different episode. Uh, but we really appreciate it. And uh, if you like the podcast, if you wouldn't mind telling a friend, recommending it to somebody, we would really appreciate it. Rooster Teeth, uh, this is our parent company, the 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 family umbrella, as it were, is a company that was built on literally built on word of mouth. And so uh, it's how we. It's how we survive and it's how we fail as a company. So if you would be so kind as to spread the word, we would certainly appreciate it. Thank you very much. We love you and we'll see you next Ooh, week. All right. You know what? I'd be interested if, if the comment leavers out there want to leave a comment. Uh, which episodes have you shown to other people to get them into this podcast? Because I'd be interested to know which one you picked. I Yeah, I would, I would like that as well. Like, what is the best episode to introduce someone to face? Because I, I guarantee it's not episode one. No, that's the thing. It's not episode one, and there's a lot of lore that runs throughout. So it's like, where do you yeah. where do you jump them in? Where do you jump them in? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's confusing. Huh? It's still, still, still no Andrew, huh? <laughs> Shit, we're gonna have to end it. Uh, no, now he's just fucking gone. Oh, now he's oh, back. No, no. Okay, so this is that was really <laughs> unfortunate. I. You lost me, and then I came back relatively quickly, and I heard your whole dumb plan of pretending the show's still going on, even though it ended. I heard all of that. That wasn't a dumb plan. That was a, no, that was a great, it was great a ridicu- plan. It was a ridiculous plan. What I forget is whenever it loses me, I need to leave the call to be able to speak again. So I was just waiting. I was so waiting in the bushes. Everything. I could hear everything. I was listening to it all. I was waiting for Damn. my time to cut in and make my great line. And uh, nothing. Just I say it and nothing picks up. I didn't even say a great line. I was just going to be like, so is this where we pretend that we end the podcast? And then nothing. <laughs> just I can't say a thing. So then I need to leave. It's like I need to scream from the bushes that I'm in the bushes to then re-enter the bushes and be like, surprise. It ruined it. Hey, do you guys think we should go? Uh, we should do. <laughs> I was thinking about this last week. Do you guys think sometime next year we should do an apple picking event where we go to like an a- like an orchard and we do like like when I do my apple trip? I'm saying, do you guys want to go on an apple trip with me next yeah. year? I would love to go on an apple trip with you. Fall we could apple call trip. It Scrump right. 2022. You know, I think that's a great fucking title. I love that Scrump 2022. Put it on the and science. that brings up a that bring, I, I realize the episode ended already, but that brings up a question I have. Do you think there is an etymological connection between the word scrump or scrumping and scrumptious. What's scrumptious? You've never heard the term scrumptious? 
No. I've heard scrumptious. Scrumptious, scrumptious, however you want to say it. Scrumptious. Do you think there's a... <laughs> I don't know. It's Jeff, I haven't heard the word, but maybe. It's... That character, Chitty, Chitty Bang Bang, truly scrumptious. <laughs> scrumptious. Scrumptious, scrumptious. I'm yeah. saying how it's spelled. I will say, it was... So, in the past, Jeff, we've had disagreements, and you've cited things like the dictionary to prove that you're right, and it is infuriating at times. You had my back on your regardless. Having the dictionary on your side is so much fun. When you're on the other side of it, people are like, that's such a bullshit word. Just being able to be like, hey, you got to go talk to the dictionary people. I'm just, I'm saying it. They backed it. It's not my fight. I may even agree with you, but it's there. Uh, so I sent you a scrumptious. Of food, extremely tasty, delicious. Where'd you send A scrumptious it? chocolate tart. I, I put Where it in did you fucking, send it? Oh, is it not on the thing? How do I? No. Where did uh, you put it? <laughs> it's not. Weird. Modify attachment. Okay. Just attach. What do you need to attach? Uh, oh. Oh. Scrumptious. Extremely tasty, delicious. I wonder if, like, the root of it is, like, so, like, like, if it comes from, like, it's so good it tastes stolen. Or something. You know I, what I that's mean? what I was about to say. Oh. Like how I'm talking about that a Coke is the best beverage in a snow scenario. Does an apple that's stolen taste better? Yeah, right. maybe. A yeah. New, so it'd be like if if, uh, if you got a lot of money that was stolen, you could be like, oh, it feels thiefly. <laughs> <laughs> it spins thiefly. Oh. <laughs> uh. All right, well, we should. We made a really long one. That was a, a long episode. Jesus, is it really? Oh my God, you're right. It's an hour and 20 minutes. Oh my God, I gotta go get my kid. God damn it. <laughs> I gotta go. He's gonna break another phone. This is gonna cause another not. phone. I hope not. <laughs> gonna go to the I wrong school. <laughs> I've done that before. <laughs> uh. All right, take it away, Jack. Hey, guys, Minor League fan Jack here with a look at next week's episode of Face. It's the second episode of Season 3. Jeff is an Ashton Kutcher fan. Andrew wants a coin toss specialist. Gavin wants some jewelry for his cats. The boys talk about securing bread. And once again, Andrew does not eat the pencil. All that and more on the next episode of Face. <laughs>